May the force be with you, hooligans. The clones are about to attack. Here we go, David. We're going to talk about Star Wars today. What a fucking surprise, huh? I can hear the music playing in my head while you were doing your intro. It's it, We love Star Wars. Yeah, man. This is so fun. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one because we're going to go back. We're going to talk about the 20th anniversary of uh, probably, well, I would say until... The Last Jedi, the most divisive of Star Wars movies, and that's Attack of the Clones. Yeah. A movie with such monumental pressure at the time. Um, and, and man, a lot going on in the filmmaking world and the sci-fi movie world at that time. And um, Star Wars found itself all of a sudden kind of being that that one to, the, to set the bar to all of a sudden realize that others had surpassed it in some ways yeah you know i don't know we'll talk about it man uh but attack of the clones from 2002 do you have five questions for this i do are you ready for them yeah man yeah man would you rather have a droid droid army or a clone army um mm, 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 well you know uh, i guess i'd say clone army because yeah, there's no right answer I, here. I feel like they're more effective, but I, I I get it that you know if you have clones and no matter what how you have them brainwashed, eventually they're they're bound to go against programming. But the other side of the coin is uh, growing up in a Terminator world. We yeah. we know that the droids are eventually going to uh, to do the same thing. So you're screwed either way. Right. Yeah, that's true. 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 What about you? So All right. You the, the, this this one comes from. From Chris, um, Chris sent this one. In. Oh, good, Chris. Uh, what up? You can pick one Star Wars actor, any trilogy or show, to be the genetic donor for your clone army. Who are you picking? Chris comes with it. Okay, the so heat. I'm picking a character from Star Wars to be the. I'm creating my own clone army. Yes, on any character from any Star Wars movie from all of the properties. Yeah, this this would be, um, mm, 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 wow! Mm. <laughs> oh, the look of struggle on your face right now, Tim. I wish people could see this. Well, I'm, yeah, this is a, this is a good question, Chris. Chris always brings the questions that are outside of five questions range. This is like a deep thinker. This is like an episode uh, question. I mean, I don't know. I think you'd have to go with somebody Force-sensitive, I suppose. Um, so I don't know, man. Maybe you clone Anakin. Who's good with the the blaster? Because that's what, the, that's what the stormtroopers seem to be lacking Han in the Solo? most. <laughs> Hustle yeah. is always a good shot, I guess. Some, right? Somebody that can actually shoot at something. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I don't know, man. Anakin Skywalker. Clone that fucker because he was kind of badass. And then he'd have some good ones and some bad ones and you just weed him out. Yeah, man. I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. I, and I, it right, is. Right, right after, I, I'm going to think of like five different answers <laughs> during this episode. I can see the wheels turning. So, you know, right now, I'll just I'll say Anakin because that makes the most sense because he, he's technically like the most powerful, right? Just a fun answer. Sure. Um, are the Jedi a cult? Uh, yeah, I think the Jedi have problems. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. And and I, I definitely think that once you when you watch Clone Wars, you see just how they got some they got some messed up shit going there, on there's something in this movie that we'll talk about i mean with what anakin has to go through yeah. it's just like 
what's going on here? Yeah, y'all messed up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they um, got, there's problems in the Jedi Order. Yep, yep. Who wields the coolest lightsaber? Uh, it's still Darth Maul. Yeah, double that double bladed lightsaber. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, th- I, th- I like Kylo's too, though. Who? I like I, I like how oh. this is all jagged and it's not clean and sharp looking like the other ones. Yeah. It's got a it looks a little more I don't know angry and aggressive. Yeah, it it looks like an insane person made it. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I, I want that one. It definitely looks like an unstable person made <laughs> made that that weapon. I never understood the cross guards on it though. How they were also the little lightsaber blades. Yeah. I'm just thinking it'd be it'd make more sense to have that be. Uh, like Beskar or something, right? Yeah, not probably. so much. I mean, I don't know. I but guess. I, mean, he I guess he, if you're he up used close, it. You could, you could uh, uh, stab somebody in the throat. It, well, he stabbed Finn in the shoulder with it yeah. while they I mean, were fighting. It, it comes so. with a purpose. It just seems like it could also hurt you. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Tim, would you turn to the dark side in order to save one of your family members from death? I would definitely do some dark shit. I would too. Yeah. But it wouldn't even take someone I know dying. <laughs> I'd, I'd be headed down that path for the, from the very start. Yoda would definitely discourage anyone from teaching me the the ways of Jedi. Um, did you hear that, by the way? Or is no. that something in my headphone that was weird? Okay. Where are we at there? What's that time, What's that time say right there? Where? On here, can you see? No. We're just at the end of the five. We're still on five questions, all right? Yeah. Okay. The end of five questions. I'm just getting some weird, weird feedback in my ear. I'm going to turn them off. Maybe the batteries. I don't hear off. anything in mine. Okay. <clears throat> so where were we? Cross guard. Five questions are done. Okay. All right, on man. Well, those are some good questions, David. Thanks. Oh, us and Chris. All right. Yeah, we're. At, have we gotten Chris on for a Star Wars episode? Surely we have. Yeah. In, in these years. Yeah. Well, obviously, we're going to cover them all eventually. We need to do A New Hope. We need to do a Return of the Jedi. And we need, I mean, there's a couple other prequels. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we, we still got several movies to go. Yeah, but we have lots of new properties coming up, too, which will make for some good lead-ins. We can, we can do some shows leading up, this, too. This, I thought, would be a fun lead-in to one of my most anticipated shows. Yeah. Yeah, man, the Obi Wan. Your hype level is pretty high for this, huh? Um, I've always thought there was a story there. I mean, you know, you have this this Jedi that, um, based on these, you know, he fails to train this kid that he kind of gets stuck with, and who becomes a Sith Lord. All, all at the same time when the Jedi and the Republic lose grasp, the Empire takes over, and. Then he has to go and <coughs> then he has to go and watch over the son of this fucking prick yeah. that betrayed them. I yeah. mean, you know, his best friend, his his Padawan. You know, I don't even know how to define the relationship because I think there's been some kind of uneven, like what what they are to each other. You know, like yeah. Alec Guinness said, "Oh, and he was a good friend." But the movies really never show you them as friends. At one point, Anakin says, he's like a father to me. Yeah. In this one. Uh-huh. He does. Several, a couple of times he, he says he, that. He's like 10 years older than you, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's like an older brother. You know, and so, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I I think there's always been something there. Obviously, he's going to be a jaded uh, dude stuck on this desert planet. Yeah. Watching over this kid. Seven goddamn sons and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, stuck me on yeah, this hellhole. And so this should be this should be interesting. Um Deborah Chow is doing the show. She did a great episode of The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, yes, she did. So I don't know. So I think it's gonna be fun. Uh-huh. Gonna, Hayden Christensen's back in it. Yeah. So we're gonna get to see them. You know, are we gonna get to see flashbacks? Did you get to see the know. picture of him in rehearsals? Where they they didn't have uh, his costume there for him, um, and they had Luke's old black robe. Oh, really? And they put it on him, and it's this picture of him. You can't really see; it's more of a shadow of him. Oh, really? Um, but the cape's all flowing behind him, and yeah, it was pretty yeah, cool we'll looking. Have to look for that. So. Yeah. Man, I'm looking forward to it. And it all goes back to Attack of the Clones, man. And this is a. You know, for me, obviously, you know that Star Wars is really big in my family. Um, this was the first Star Wars movie I took any of my kids to. So this was like a life, wow. life event for me. You know, uh, Nick was born the day that Phantom Menace was re-released in theaters in 1999. So on December 3rd, 1999, it was, you know, whatever the re-release, you know, they always do. Um, but this is the first one. And I told you a story before about how when we took them... Um, like we saw like the first showing on, on the Friday uh, when it came out um, and he lost his green goblin mask. Cause you know, Spider-Man had just come out and he just had to take this fucking action figure into star Wars. I was just like, yeah, it's not, come on, dude, you're not even going to give a shit about this figure once this movie starts. You yes. Know? And uh, nobody had to take it in there. And of course, you know, he lost track of the figure and lost the mask. Of course, you know, like you do. Um, but you know, I mean, it, it, so I don't know. My kids were always were all little when these movies came out, so this was a big deal for us. And you know, looking back on it now, there's a lot, a lot of nostalgic memories. Um, even if the movie itself is kind of one of the worst ones of the Star Wars, it's pretty family. bad, isn't it, Tim? It's it's not pretty bad. It's not great. You know, I mean, and I think my nostalgia for it is obviously going to offer for some, some forgiveness for a lot of things, but there's also the the Star Wars kid in me that grew up waiting for the movies about the Clone Wars that I was like, man, I feel like you're missing a lot of opportunities here. <laughs> like the fact that the Clone Wars start at the end of this movie and end at the beginning, beginning of the, of the next, next movie. One. It's just like, what the fuck just happened? You skipped and all of the Clone Wars. Obviously, we got the terrific Clone Wars series, but I'm just like, all right, dude, you made this movie. You have all these, these opportunities to show us this tragic fall of Darth Vader. And really we just kind of get like a cliff notes version yeah. of everything. And, and that's kind of what I felt like. Um, but anyway, so this is 2002, David. Um, I was how old? 27 yeah. years old. How old are you? Like 25? Yeah. Okay. Where were you when this came? I mean, what were you doing when this came out? Would you have any, did you go see it in theaters? You, I did go excited? see it in theater. Yes. And I went to a first showing as well. Um, and, and I first showing, I went on a, on the, a Friday morning when the, you gotcha. know, when they had their first showing, I didn't do like a sneak peek. Isn't that what it was back then? The sneak peek at 
midnight or whatever it was yeah, on yeah, yeah. Thursday. I, um, yeah, and I did see this. Wait, go ahead. Tell your story. Now I'm trying to remember some things. So, yeah, a, a group of us went, um, and it was a... Um, kind of a subdued showing compared to some other Star Wars showings I've seen. And I think probably because it was a Friday morning showing, I didn't get the the full nerdery of, right. of it all. Um, but I remember walking out of this film and it was just kind of, all right, well, I saw a Star Wars movie. I mean, it just didn't, immediately resonate with me like like some of the others have kind of like multiverse of madness yeah yeah <laughs> sorry just um, i mean you know it was cool it was cool i got to see some some cool star wars stuff um but it it was just lacking i mean there were long stretches where is anything going to happen i, I don't want a policy meeting Right. <laughs> so somebody do something. All right. So this picks up 10 years after Phantom Menace. And Phantom Menace, Anakin Skywalker was a child. And he meets Padme, who was... Okay, so he was nine. Padme was a teenager. She's like 15 or something. Okay. She's like young queen. You know what I mean? She's young. So she's she's not like 18. And you know what I'm saying? She's, she's within range. But I mean, at the same time, when you're 15, you don't have nine-year-old boyfriends, right? And let's point out that at no time does Natalie Portman look like a 15-year-old never kid at all. And so that comes across as creepy in the first one. Uh, so yeah, that way she's that she's her age. She's age appropriate in the second it, film. Right. We've all caught up to where we should Which be. Which I just for me, even just with Phantom Menace, I didn't understand why they didn't start just Anakin and Obi-Wan both off all all three of them as teenagers. Yeah. Because then you get hormones, rebellion. Yeah. I mean, you get to see all, you know, and then it could have been like Obi-Wan's always the one that's getting all, you know, all yeah. the favors, you know, all oh, the glory. Obi Wan, good job, and Anakin, you too. But you're trouble. You shouldn't have. Done, you shouldn't have done what you did. But you yeah. guys, you know, you were lucky. Obi Wan was there. You know, you should have listened to Obi Wan you know, when then, he told you not to do that. So Obi Wan's always getting sent off on missions with Padme, but Anakin's got a thing for Padme, and yeah. she's got a thing for him. But he's always worried that Obi Wan has got. <laughs> so you know, it, all, it just makes more sense because yeah. they're both very, you he's know, restless. And you could have done a lot of that angsty teenager, which is kind of what I expected with all of this. Right. You know, Othello shit, and that Othello where yeah. it's you know the the love triangle. Where Obi Wan costly on the dude Anakin. This is that's your girl, man. Yeah, but no, they're not supposed to have girls. Have they're to not. Have chicks. Don't but don't be in love. Clone Wars showed that Obi Wan had a woman. You know, um, so it's like there you can't deny your instincts, and that's the part of the fucking Jedi Order that drives me crazy. Yeah, and this movie too. This movie cracks me up. Um, and we talked a little bit about this before about um, the Padme Anakin. Weirdness, okay? She's it's weird. What, she's 15 and 9, okay? So then we jump like 10 years. So she's like 25 and 19. And now you're in that it's still kind of weird, but he's an adult. Yeah, like is she still going to, you know, the high school parties and shit? <laughs> is, is she that? Is yeah. she showing is up? She, is, is that she how that, she did is she this? that chick? Um, is she the manager at the, at the <laughs> store that he works for? <laughs> right, that goes and hangs out with all her employees. <laughs> I don't understand. Because, you know, hey, I'll buy you guys alcohol if you... 
you know. Um, so yeah, but okay. So they haven't seen each other. Haven't even seen each other, I guess. Which doesn't make plot wise sense to me. I feel like they would have seen each other throughout these years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it just again this starts in with all of my weird questions about George Lucas's question choices in writing, <laughs> and and I will throw out my scapegoat at the end of. I'm sure I've thrown out this dude's name at the, you know. Um, so okay, so they haven't seen each other, and obviously Anakin's nervous because. He was nine, and she was a hot teenager back then. Because we all, you know, when we were little, we had yeah. a babysitter or somebody that was a little older. We we're like, wow, that's that's wow. my idea of yeah, of yeah. what a, what a, a girl kind of girlfriend I want someday, you know. Um, and so, yeah, he meets her, and she's Natalie Portman, so obviously she's still hot, right? And yep. they get assigned to protect her, and you know, and that okay. Before let's talk about Django Fett for just a minute. <laughs> This dude. All right. He has to assassinate Padme. That's the whole, what this whole movie is about is this Palpatine is trying to get rid of her because she presents the greatest. She's risk. like the voice that could keep the galaxy together. Yes. Okay. That's so, the kind of power she has. So political powers. So this dude who is the clone supplier the, D- yeah. the DNA supplier, you know. Um, he also is Boba Fett, I mean, because of that. All right, so this dude's supposed to be this badass, but what's he do at the beginning of this? Dude, he's, he's outsourcing the work he was outsourced to yeah, do. Right? <laughs> he's like, all right, now I, I can't go over there and do this. So, you know, so he gets Zam Wessel to do this shit, and she sends in two little assassin work. I'm like... Yeah. What is the chain of command for these? Who's getting credit for this? Right, right. You know, who's like collecting a check here? Palpatine's <laughs> asking Django. Django's asking Zam. Zam's got assassin worms or whatever those things were that sneak into her bedroom. Man, how useless is Django, man? <laughs> this is not an efficient <laughs> flow chart. For this organization. Yeah. Anyway, so just kind of a weird side. So anyway, so there's the assassination attempt. And then, you know, basically, I think they go off on an adventure together. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anakin's going to protect Padme. And so they go to Tatooine and, you know, he meets uh, Owen. And uh, how about that guy? That dude's like the biggest star that came out of this this. That movie. What else has he gone on to do? Joel Edgerton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That dude, Uncle Owen. He's, yeah. a, he's in a ton of crap. He directs. I yeah, mean, sure. Yeah. I, I just mean that from the, as a, compared to people who, you know, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman. They were already stars. They, they were up-and-coming stars at that time. But that dude's become like a huge... I mean, he's a, yeah. just a ton of shit now. I mean, he's a great actor. Um, so, yeah. So, he, the, you know, he meets him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad bought your mom out of slavery and married her, which I think is even fucking weird. It's like, yeah, I mean, you bought a wife. But it was such a sweet little testimony he gave at, you know, her, her gravesite. I'm sure it was all innocent, but you know, know, on the surface, it looks bad. My beloved wife. (laughs) Right. Um, anyways, so, so Anakin snaps, yeah, he does. And we get the, the you know, the kind of cool but kind of not little shots of him going out on a little speeder bike looking for the Tusken Raiders, yeah. who we have since learned are pretty goddamn good people. Yeah. Well. In Boba Fett. They were, they were good dudes. I mean, he, they they were... There's good there's good ones and bad ones. Yeah, he found the bad <laughs> on ones, both I sides. think. 
<laughs> so, yeah. So he wipes out all these dudes, saves his mom, but it's too late. She dies anyway. Um, and so he goes back and he tells Padme about it, man. Can we talk about this? Yeah. What an absolute... Um, terrible, terrible scene. You, you've got, you've got him coming back to, to her and he's, he's feeling all these emotions and whoever decided to write these emotions down on paper, George Lucas, what a, uh, just a garbage job and no offense to Hayden Christensen, but Emotion on that He'd been level. Like Virgin suicides go before this. That was a Sofia Coppola movie. I don't know if you've seen it. No, that, I have that not. Was, that was really about the only thing he'd done before this. Um, he did not have the emotional range or maturity for this scene. I slaughtered them like animals, <laughs> not just the men, <laughs> the women, and the children. Oh my. I hate them. And she is sitting there going, "I am gonna fuck the shit out of this dude." <laughs> She's like hey, having that's your baby. Really bad. Like, but at the same time, she's like, "Oh my god, I got to get into this room. This guy is fucking me up." But then she's like, "I can't fuck this dude, right? Right? I can't. I can't. It's wrong. It's wrong." She's like, "Okay, no, I'm gonna take him to meet my family." <laughs> Just and I'm gonna dress in these dresses. It'd be like Anakin. This is wrong. <laughs> I, what a what. I don't want to say cock tease, but uh, so I'm watching this scene again, and I haven't seen this. I, it's been probably a, a, a handful of years before I've okay since I've last seen this one. Since so it's been since before the Me Too movement. Yeah, probably. Um, gotcha. So watching that scene um, was just that moment of painful realization of this is part of why I didn't get this the first time around. I didn't enjoy this the first time around. It was like, yeah, that's, that's just bad on all levels and doesn't have anything to do with, um, special effects or action or any of the things that I love in these star Wars movies. This was, your story is just bad and you've written that bad story very poorly and then directed it. I think that yeah. was like, I think that was the real problem with the scene is like, had it been directed by a more nuanced director and I will tell Clint you, Eastwood. No, you know, who, you know <laughs> yeah. who almost directed this movie? Who? David Fincher. Really? Yes. That, I had the, never heard the, that at the time it was David Fincher was going to do two and Spielberg was going to do the third one. That was a rumor really? for a long time. And Fincher wanted it. And it was like, oh, yeah, give David Fincher the middle movie. Because this movie, dude, it had the this pressure of being the next Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It was the middle. The yeah. middle one's the darker one. You got to deliver. The middle one's where shit goes down. And we all go, oh, fuck, how are they going to get out of this one? You know? It's hype, dude. I mean, it's, you know, it's 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 yeah. what the Marvel movies are up against now. Everything's got to be as good as Endgame or get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's 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 it set a bar, so you had that going in, and um, it just was very clear early on that it, it was not going to be that. Nope. Um. So yeah. So uh, Anakin, what the hell does Obi Wan go off and do? Oh, he goes and sneaks around and looks for the Burduku and yeah, um, and Christopher Lee. I don't know, man. Kind of, kind of underwrote 
do coup a little bit here. I feel like maybe he should have been introduced as a Jedi in the yeah. first movie. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I don't know. Just, I know it's hindsight, but you know. How, how do you feel about uh, the role of elderly people in Star Wars? I, I, what do you mean? When you throw in old man, how old is that dude? Um, Christopher Lee? Yeah. Well, he was probably in his 70s when he did this. Okay. Like 80s, maybe. Running maybe around old. with lightsabers and being all super cool and powerful and doing so. I, I don't know. You're just not finding the believability. I, that- I wish that it had been someone younger and it would have been more impressive for Yoda to be fighting someone with, you know, not such an advanced age. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just I guess always I seems awkward that. and weird to me. Uh, I, I see what you're saying because he's obviously not old enough to do the moves he was doing believably. Yeah. And he looked very stiff. Yes. Most of the time in his little... Pulling out his lightsaber. I did like that he had like the curved Yeah. Uh, like like you would with a I mean swords. Fencing swords. Yeah. Um what are the is that what they're called? I can't, I can't remember. I took a foil. Yeah. I took a fencing class once. Me and Jenny did. Right, because <laughs> you wanted to pretend it was lightsabers. Uh, I was in school at the time and I was taking a fencing class and I think she just took it with me. Awesome. Because we thought it'd be fun. And then Did you pretend they were lightsabers? Um, no, I don't think, I mean, you know, maybe. Did you ever make the noise? Oh, well, I mean, we had lightsabers at home, so that show was going on <laughs> already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess I see what you're saying with, with Christopher Lee. Um, I mean, I think the, the thing about the character in that casting is obviously it's a nod back to, um, Tarkin in the first one being played by Peter Cushing. Okay. You know I'm saying so you kind of bring in now. Cushing and Lee, you know, and I got Lee here. And, but, you know, I mean, he, he didn't have that problem. He wasn't asked to do, I guess, as much action, really. And he was throwing Gandalf around there. Yay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, I mean, it was, it was, he didn't look as stiff, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, there was something to, you know, the lightsaber fighting in this. I get that the Jedi were supposed to look uh, more polished and all that, but... Sometimes, you know, like Yoda flipping around and all that. I mean, I guess how else is he going to fight? Because otherwise, dude would just wail on him. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but, it, you know, sometimes it just, it looked very, what can we do with the CGI? Yes. And that, and that, really, that just kills this movie, dude. Do we want to talk about how disastrous the yeah. CGI was? Let's talk, before we pull back and talk about some more good things that I like about it, let's talk about, yeah, just some of the... The disastrous effect strokes, because like I said, Star Wars had set the bar for all of this, man, for years. It was the, the effects on the original trilogy, and everybody else was was rushing to catch up. And, and you know, ultimately, um, man, you have the Matrix trilogy that came out around here, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy that was doing a spectacular job of, of combining uh, visual effects with practical effects. You know, and creating these seamless worlds, you know, Rivendell. Yes. You know, I mean, just amazing. I mean, it looked amazing. And here comes Attack of the Clones. Beep, boop, beep. No. With, with, it's all fucking green screen. Um, 
And let me tell you something, brother. I just found out recently that no clone trooper armor was ever created for that trilogy. It's all animated. That broke my fucking heart. Just to know, I was like, you can't even make like a few. What? Yeah. Dude, there's no costumes around. So that means anytime that I've seen costumes, those aren't real. Those are costumes you made for displays. You've yeah. made costumes after that for displays. Uh, and purely not, marketing. Yeah. It's just like, come on, man. Um, right. Cause you know, I, I think I learned that. Well, no, I don't know. I just know that you and McGregor's done a lot of talking about how he freaked out shooting because the first time we saw a stormtrooper because they never actually, it was just a green unitard. Yeah. They're just like, we never actually saw the clone troopers, you know, cause they were all green, you know, just kind of edited in later. He's like, so the first time I saw like a, you know, stormtrooper, I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. So the, there's the scene at the end where the clone army is gathering together and we see how mighty this clone army is, all the ships and the tr- troops and their straight lines and they're marching to get on these ships and all the little scenes that look like they're cut out of video games. It seriously looked like a really well done animated feature. I mean, at, at no point in time did it look realistic. Um, there was it was very much a, we don't know how else to do this, so here's a drawing. Poor Samuel Jackson has like a couple of scenes where he has to talk to clone troopers, and you can just tell he has no idea what he's yeah. looking at, who he's looking at, where he's supposed to look. It's like they're just like, no, just kind of go like this and say, you know, point and say your dialogue. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you can, I mean, you can tell when somebody's making that personal connection like yes. you and I are right here, you know, but... Um, I mean, you know, if somebody was watching me on a video and we were on the phone, I think it'd be very obvious that I wasn't actually sitting here talking to you. Yes. Even if I was like, David's off camera. No, David's, yeah. on, David's on the phone. I'm not sitting here talking to somebody. Um, I don't know. You know, and, and that was, you know, back then I had this mix of being so excited to show my kids, mm-hmm. but at the same time being like, oh man, they are kind of swinging and missing on some of this yeah. in, a, in, a, in a big way because... You, you overshot with your special effects. Way overshot, George. Yeah, yeah, I get you were like, dude, let's we got these crazy ass computers now. Let's see what we can let's fucking do. Push you know, the limit. you know who did that? Peter Jackson. Yeah. He figured it and out. Weta. They they did it. Yeah. They and now my God, I mean, you know, Mandalorian looks great. I mean, all these because they're they're back to that combination of practical effects and special effects. Mm-hmm. God, that freaking room, the 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 damn it. Oh, I can't remember what to call that. Where they shoot all that stuff. It's not. It's not, it's not the vault. It's the, the box thing that they're yeah, in. Yeah, it's it's ah, shit. It has a, it has a nickname. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, it's just like can literally make that look like anything. And that's and, what they did with the Batman. And and the actors can see it. It's yes, not just they're a green interacting screen. with they, it. They are in a world. You know, as far as they know, they're on Tatooine. Or they're on Coruscant. Or yes. they're on Dagobah. You know, it's. You know, and they got rocks around to make it, you know, help that, you know, and then they had they had actual set dressing and props, you know, that's that helps create that illusion. So and and George will miss on this, man. He just missed, you know. He he missed by making the decision direct, which is probably an ego stroke. Sure. Um This is his. I'm sure I, he feels I, I don't, connected maybe it didn't to need it. to be Fincher, but maybe you find somebody that's just you know 
guy like John Favreau, something. Ryan Johnson? Well, you know, just somebody that's grown up and gotten into filmmaking because of that first time they saw Star Wars as a kid, you know, and just go to them and be like, what would you do with a Star Wars movie? I've got this Anakin and Obi-Wan movie. You want to you do this shit for me? You got to show, show these people why this guy goes to the dark side, though. You know I mean? And, and I got this script. You can, we can play with the script. You know what I'm saying? And it, yeah. it gives us, you know, which is what happened when he made Empire Strikes Back. He signed up with Irvin Kirshner, and Irvin Kirshner was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to make some changes. And, you know, he had, like, like, Lee Beckett and a few writers that helped him. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have yes men. Everybody needs a helping hand. Which I think is the biggest problem with this uh, trilogy is um, he had this producer named Rick McCallum, who I feel like was his yes man. That's great, George. That looks great, George. Yeah. That's a great idea, George. I'm feeling it. Um, we went to a Star Wars celebration one year, and he was like the one introducing all the footage. And I was just like, God, this guy is so far up George's ass. Oh, my God. Even an oppressor, you yeah, can it's see like, that. Yeah, he didn't have anybody going, okay, George, but um, do you remember when we introduced Jar Jar Banks? Are we going to finish that story, or are you just going to kind of let that no. be like a weird loose? Jar Jar should have had an end. You know what I mean? It should have been swift. Well, when Phantom Menace came out, and I can't remember the, the character's name within the 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 genre but he was compared to um a character in samurai movies that's usually kind of the doofus the kind of you know ultimately sure. ultimately does something heroic at the end you know which sure he why, steps were, up why in, weren't we simply give, why weren't we simply given a moment where jar jar dies like everybody wants to see him die but he dives sa- saving like yeah Leia. simple to do cool but have I mean, a hero moment. I'm fine with that. But you know, I mean, but ultimately, instead, kinda, instead kinda he was just Dobby like, ins- instead of like, he was just like slowly phased out. Yeah. It was like it, it was like okay, so you created this annoying character, and people called him annoying, and you kind of said, okay, we'll just go, we'll just kind of get rid of him. No, tell your fucking story, you know. Tell, tell your story, George. Rick McCallum should have called him on that. I yeah. mean, you know, little things. Princess Leia in Return of the Jedi says, uh, "Yeah, I remember my mother. She was sad." You knew her for like two seconds when you were a baby. Yes. <laughs> let's, yeah. Th- th- let's think this out a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, anyway. And I think there's a lot of that on Attack of the Clones where you're, you started missing the points. Um, everything looked fake. Um, what about the fight at the end between Anakin and Obi-Wan and Count Dooku? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Had some cool imagery in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, but it's it's hard to screw up a good lightsaber battle. Um, I'm I'm usually pretty impressed with most uh, most of the times that they pull those out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. I was kind of disappointed with the third movie battle, only in that it's just all frantic and timed and choreographed and on the on the lava thing. Yeah, and kind of silly at times yeah it's it's a bit ridiculous um to think that blame steven spielberg for the part where they're swinging around on ropes yeah <laughs> that was his idea the the whole we're on a barge that's floating a there's fl- like, above there's lava also no dialogue stuff yeah but i mean you would instantly burn up you you would there would be no functioning you wouldn't be able to breathe um so it, it, it's just goofy all the way around. Um, but the lightsaber stuff's still pretty cool. Yeah. 
Now, shortly after this plot of Attack of the Clones, Anakin is given a Padawan. So, really, yeah. Based on the events of these movies, they're like, let's give him a kid to train. Let's see how that goes. Didn't he murder a bunch of kids? Oh, he totally does. You know, and that's like the Jedi thing here. It's like you asked me, are they a, are they a, are they are they a cult? I don't know, man. There's something going on here because a they're like, hey, man, um, we're gonna take you off your home planet from your mom, and granted, we're taking you out of slavery, but we're kind of gonna put you into a different kind of slavery. Um, yeah, because you can't like have like feelings. You're obviously a very emotional kid. That has to change. Yeah. You're going to have to stuff that, do that deep down inside. Um, that won't come back to yeah, haunt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, uh, You can't be in love. Stuff like that. You, you, you know, and at one point in this movie, Anakin or Obi-Wan says to Anakin, um, you made an oath to the Jedi Order, you know? And yeah. It's like, dude, when he was nine. It's not easily left. Hey, if you're going to do this, you can't ever be in love. The nine-year-old kid's like, ew, girl's gross. Yeah. I mean. And now he's like 16 and yeah. 19. And you're and sending him off on a mission with Natalie Portman? Yeah. yeah. Dude, sorry, that shit's not going well. I don't care who you're sending on that. I mean, how much time have you grown-ass men spent with nine-year-old kids that turn into 19-year-old kids? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. you see, And then you send him out on a little yeah. galaxy adventure with his dream girl? What? Yeah. What? What kind of thought process is going on here? Dumb. Of course, she doesn't help the situation. They get to oh, her yeah. place, and she's rolling around in the grass with them, and she instigating some stuff. Uh, okay. She's having okay. some feelings. So then they go to this, you know. Then they they sit down at dinner, and they have this, you know, nice little weird, you know, he's floating food over to her, and um, and then they go and sit in the dark by the fire, and she's wearing that dress and bro i'm not calling this as a you dress like that you were asking for it but it's it's more just like you know what this kid's going through you know you know he wants to fuck you at this point chick i mean you have to know this so it's not like she's she's just she obviously is just into it but she keeps like anakin we can't we can't do this so she's making him the bad guy right i don't i don't i I don't know man it's pretty it's all pretty manipulative on her part yeah. Yeah. But and in the Jedi. She's a poli- Jedi. She's a politician. That's expected from her. I don't know, man. They're never on the up and up. She's clearly into this dark dude though, right? Yeah. She loves this. But this, Tim, this, who isn't? I, I guess mean, that's come true. on. Everybody loves the bad boy. Everybody loves the bad girl. Sure. You're right, dude. You're right. It's all it's it's all just, you know. It's a recipe for disaster. That's, that's, that's yeah, my whole it's point. It's a powder here. keg. It's like Anakin's to blame, Padme's to blame, the Jedi are to blame. I mean, it's all it's all of them, dude. Yes, yes. You know, this is a non-functioning society that they have built. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, and then he's not supposed to. Then she gets pregnant, and he's not supposed to tell anything. They get married, and I mean, you know, yeah, that weird little wedding at the end. Yeah, creepy robot hand touching. Yeah, that was weird. Begun, the Clone War has. Yeah, and, and the next movie, it's like, all right, it's over. You guys like that? Wait for the cartoon. Yeah, wait for the cartoon. All right, so Attack of the Clones. Where are we at on this one? That's pretty good. Um, I don't know, man. For me, it has a lot of nostalgia value. 
Sure. I mean, you know, it's, sure. it's fun to watch. It's awful. The 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 chase through the droid factory. It's one of the most just like just roll around. There's yeah. gonna be shit happening. They this didn't know what was going on. An obstacle course that that's imaginary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that uh, you know, the arena scene's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, that's a, that's a pretty cool being, Jedi I remember battle. Being so fucking stoked for that man because you know Nick was watching trailers with me at that point. You know, and he was like little Nick, and. Uh, just that one of the trailers cuts to that in shot of them just surrounded. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my God, that's awesome. What's going to happen? You know, so and they, yeah, it was pretty cool. They all die. It was pretty cool. I, I love the Obi Wan being chained up and Anakin's dragged out there. And Obi Wan's yeah. looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, I came to rescue you. Oh, good job, man. Well done. Good job, dipshit. She's yeah. here too. Great. Awesome. Yeah, we're, the, we're all the main characters, the you idiot. <laughs> you know, brilliant. Um, you know, and then what do we got? Django Fett gets his head cut off. Boba Fett's a kid. I think this is where this is where the the beginning of my Boba Fett disappointment started with Boba Fett being a, a clone child. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, and and and. and and going in, I was like, ooh, we're going to get the Mandalorians. Awesome. And you've seen enough Clone Wars to know that the Mandalorians are pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And this, whole, this whole movie could have been all about Mandalorians and shit. They could have, but they, a lot of this could have been happening on Mandalore. That would have been cool. You know, I mean, and then that's why Jango Fett's in there. And that's where you, you know, I mean, if Boba Fett's a kid, then, they, then he's just a kid there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And. Damn. Man, I was like, cool. I was like, oh, then, then I was like, Django Fett. He looks cool. So we named our cat Django. Yeah. 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 And then he was kind of, you know, he just, you know, outsourced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. You know, then he gets his head cut off by Samuel Jackson. And I, I don't think he knew what he was doing in that scene either. When he, I think they're just swinging lightsaber around. They're going to cut somebody's head off. Yeah. Do a cool twist, twisty twirl thing and off goes his head. Which yeah. was pretty cool. There is there is some nice moves in there by both of them. Yes. You know, in that little moment that shows Django's kind of badass, but yeah. Samuel Jackson is a fucking badass Jedi. He's a bad motherfucker. He brings down, you know, that giant charging beast thing. Yeah. Um, the same way that Mando brings down that giant charging beast yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was very similar the way that the, the, those two scenes played out. So that was pretty cool. And uh, his dialogue also, there were some in there where oh, yeah, it's him, terrible. him and Obi-Wan had that exchange when they were on uh, Camino, yeah. when it was just like, was this scene written by the same people or was somebody like, you write Django's dialogue, I'll write Obi-Wan's dialogue, we'll just see what we come up with. <laughs> they let the kid write it. Good right. Because it, it's just like, he's like, uh, do, you, do you get do you get off uh, Camino very often? He's like, I'm just a simple man making my way in the universe. I'm like, bro, you're not even answering the questions he's asking here. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, also a cool scene, though, the Camino scene. Yeah. I will say that. I did like the the little battle in the rain. That was pretty cool. And the, the Sonic little sonic charges mm-hmm. that was in the theater that was spectacular that was that was pretty when he's letting yeah, off the, yeah where they yeah then they you know it was just very very cool in the theater you know very cool sound um you know and then they use that again on with boba fett he, mm. he did that at the end of that episode of oh fuck mandalorian when he shows up and he's cool 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff I love here. You know, it has a, a moment or two. It's the weakest. Eh, it's the weakest of this trilogy. Where where is it the weakest of the in, entirety of the uh, the universe? Uh, oh shit! I don't know. And bottom third easily. I mean, you know, bottom five, bottom three. What's it know? better than? Um, I think I just it, like I, to hear you I, say I controversial it, things. I think it accomplishes its goals better than Rise of Skywalker. But that had the probably, pressure. Probably what I would expected. That to had hear. the pressure of ending all of it and was already in itself trying to fix what had been a sloppy trilogy. <laughs> I mean, you know, sloppy. And there's a lot I liked about the new trilogy, but it ultimately for me it failed because they just never had everybody on the same page and it was like, how can you not fucking do that after all these years? Yeah. All this, you know, they should have had the guys behind it to, to begin with. Favreau and Filoni. Yeah. I don't know why you would. Yeah. I don't know. Do you need to get Kennedy out of there? Dude, thank you for bringing her up. Because I saw recently that she's like, oh, well, we need to get away from the Skywalker trilogy. And we've learned our lesson. We can't cast those fan favorites. Like, no, you can cast them. Alden, Aaron Reich? Is that the kid? Dude, that kid was not the problem with that movie. No, 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 no. He was not. The problem is you let two people make a movie because you knew they had made popular movies, but you didn't know what they would do with this. And I'm talking about... um, Miles, you know, the, 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 fuck, 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 the amazing, the Spider-Verse guys, Tim Lord and Phil, Phil, Phil Lord and you know, Chris Miller. Yeah. So those two guys, they make goofy movies. Yeah. They all, I mean, you know, Spider-Verse is also an incredibly emotional movie too and very impactful, but, um, I, I think that's what it was is they were hiring people based on like, they just like heard like internet buzz. We're like, yeah. we got to get those guys. You're people the, like those guys. Hollywood buzz. And right then now. they're like, Oh, you're making jokes in this movie. What? And they're like, well, yeah, that's what we do. But ultimately we're going to kind of bring this shit all together. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they brought in Ron Howard and no disrespect to Ron Howard. We've talked about, don't him you dare. No, I never would, but he, he had to bastardize Lord. a movie and, and I generally like solo. I mean, I think it, Solo's fine for me. It's fine for what it is. Yeah. It really, you just kind of were like, what have we talked about in other movies? We need to, we need to show that in this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was just I didn't, a didn't need highlight to see, where I all of the things the came from. Run. I did not need to know that he, some uh, green card guy gave him his fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, some you know customs guy, basically. <laughs> Names him Solo. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Why isn't it just his name? You know, um, I'm not... Questioning why Obi Wan is his name. No, you know. Anyways, so but yeah, it's like it's uh, re- the recasting is not a problem. I, I fucking recast Mark Hamill if you're gonna put keep putting him in shit. I I, I don't want to see this over and over again. The yeah, it's 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 effective in brief scenes. But you can't tell a story with him. No, you can't. And I can tell you want to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I also get it. And like, you don't want to leave Mark Hamill out. But at the same time, I also think Mark Hamill knows that he's like, what, 70, 60 something. I mean, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's too old to play Luke Skywalker now. 
unless, uh, unless effectively, you, unless you're portraying him as an old man yeah. doing old man things. And even even when you did that, you you didn't even do anything fond with him. Yeah, a chance. Yeah, and you went out of your way to keep all those actors off screen together. Why? You know, this is Kathleen Kennedy making these decisions. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know, man. I think she's a great business person, but she's not Kevin Feige. No, she's not. She's not a a, a, a creative um, story development person, and I, I think she's shown that she doesn't grasp Star Wars. You know, thankfully that she's got a couple guys in there running it, but I also think that she's until she's gone, she's always gonna stand in the way of giving yeah. us what we want. Well, I don't. Uh, is it what we want? I mean, I don't know, or what should be there? You know, I mean, just tell good sure. stories. You know, I mean, I don't think it's about what we want, but, anyways, um, Obi Wan Kenobi is out here soon. It starts this week. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Should be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of the next chapter. I'm, we're going to rewatch some the, cool shit. the prequels this week in kind of preparation. I'm excited to see those two guys on screen together, M- mostly because man. I, I know they had so much fun making these movies together, despite what ultimately was the quality yeah. you know, of the films. Uh, we used to watch like a they used to have like a a Star Wars fan club, like you know. And if you were part of this fan club, you got a link to like webcams that were set up on the set for the movies. Oh. So when they filmed the fight for Revenge of the Sith, you know, if you were awake at the right time you could sit there i mean it wasn't like quality footage you know sure. it was you know it was jumpy and you couldn't really you couldn't hear anything but you could tell it was ewan and hayden and they were you know you could tell when they were just going through them you know, they're all on green screen sure. can't tell what the fuck's going on no. you just would see them going through motions and they'd stop and reset and you could tell when they were goofing around, even if you couldn't. You know, it was fun. Yeah. You know, so it that was one thing about the Kenobi show that made me happy was knowing those guys were going to get back together and be able to be like, can you believe Star Wars is still <laughs> happening? How, how much time are they going to have together on screen? Well, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, because I, I mean, I know he's in the Vader suit, but how much? Yeah, is he in the Vader suit? And I know who knows if we see flashbacks. Sure. Hmm. You know, I guess that would be the question. Um, but either way, just knowing they were together is, is fun. You know. Yeah. It'll be nice to see. So, anyways, man, Attack of the Clones came out 20 years ago, man, and we're still watching Star Wars content. Oh, old bastards. Which, 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 which does not surprise me and also shocks me, you know? Yeah. But, uh, no. anyways, man, you know, so... Happy it, for it. It's nice to know my kids will be, uh, Showing their kids Star Wars crap someday and, you know, showing them shit, they'll be like, oh man, your grandpa would have loved this shit. Yeah. So, all right, man, may the force be with you. Um, check us out. Real Hooligans, Tim English, David Kane. See you guys later. <laughs>